to Be Awesome, a podcast about video and mindset to help you get both behind and in front of the camera, to capture the moments, to share with the world with confidence and ease. Brought to you by Penny Murden at pixicatoplay.com, video and mindset coaching. Let's play. In this episode, I'm diving into planning. I was chatting to a friend the other day about creating, preparing and producing videos, this podcast and pretty much anything I do. And she highlighted to me something that I take for granted, the planning phase. As I've prepared for this episode, I've realized there is so much in it that I've decided to break it into two parts, all with the intention of expressing why planning with video makes a difference in multiple ways. I'm a project manager and teacher, so planning comes naturally to me. These episodes will help you understand why a little planning goes a long way to a more enjoyable, lower stress experience creating the best possible outcome and how to get started with your planning. Planning, organizing and coordinating projects and teams was such a big part of my working life that I actually studied project management with the civil engineering department at uni. While I chose a creative path rather than traditional mining and civil engineering, the fundamentals of project management transfer across beautifully. Plus, with years and years in production and events, planning is something I do automatically without even thinking about it and essentially take for granted. I used to beat myself up about being a bit of a jack of all trades and master of none until I realized that that in itself is my specialty. When setting up a project and project team, my role is to create the most optimal environment for success. I need to know a bit about all of the things so that I have everything in place for specialists and also so they don't bullshit me and I can ensure that they're on track. And that's exactly what I do. When studying to be a music teacher, we learnt to play all of the instruments you might encounter in a typical school band or orchestra in order to be able to lead and conduct a musical group in the school environment. We understood each instrument well enough to ensure we could communicate well with the students. Look, there's no chance that I could be a soloist in most instruments, but I could read a score and guide the students with confidence. While some people see this approach to planning as overthinking and not getting started, in actual fact, I'm headlong into getting started. I simply do it in a way that feels good for me. Planning allows me to create and shape things in a way that really works for my personality and the outcome I'm wanting. Don't get me wrong, I love diving into something and not waiting until I can do it perfectly, because if I did wait until I knew all of the things, it'd never happen. However, there is plenty I can do to ensure I have the most enjoyable experience. Rather than thinking of planning as perfectionism, think of it as being well prepared so you can create the best possible experience and result. Plus, one of the key things we know in the event and production world is the better prepared we are, the more we are able to adapt and roll with the punches when things don't go to plan. Case in point, at the time of recording, I am planning a shoot that is happening in a few weeks with a director of photography and producer I work with regularly. We've got some challenges with border closures, scope of work changes, budgeting, logistics, and ultimately how to deliver to achieve the best quality result with all that we have available to us. I automatically begin to think about how we can deliver his creative vision and quality without him and his regular team physically in the room, or how can we get him here? I think of the moving parts, who and what we might need, 
and what we won't need, both from a budgeting and logistics perspective. Together, we're able to pull off a quality outcome. There's so much I could say about planning, but rather than getting bogged down in it, I want to keep it simple so you can begin to apply it for yourself when it comes to creating your own video projects and where to start. The first thing I do is gather information to set my project up for the greatest chance of success. And what I love about this phase is even if things don't go to plan, I am learning a whole heap along the way that will only ever be to my advantage. I'm not talking about the full in-depth planning I do for a shoot. For my own little video projects and for this purpose, I like to keep it simple. Plus, here's the part that most people don't realize and I find really fun. Planning allows me to set myself up to change my plans when I want or need. I set myself up so that I can cope with letting my plan go and make a new one on the fly. This is true no matter how big, small, complex or simple a project is. I like to think of it as writing a script so I can go off script or even write a whole new script when I need to. Think of it as having all the ingredients for a recipe and then at the last minute deciding you want to make something different. Like, I don't feel like frittata anymore. I'm going to make a souffle. Okay, so I'm not quite that good at cooking, but you get my gist. You have the ingredients at your fingertips and you're able to create something fabulous with those ingredients. What's with this planning business? How do I do it? And how can you get going right now? To keep it simple, I've come up with five steps to get going before you even start planning a specific project. One, get educated. Firstly, I dive into learning as much of the basics as I can about the shoot and what I might need. Not because I'm stalling, but because I want to feel as comfortable as possible with what I'm doing, even though I may not yet feel confident. I'll be talking about that more in a later episode. I then layer in more knowledge in a way that works for me. You can think of this podcast as the first step in getting educated, and then you can dive in deeper. Two, gear. I work out what I need, how to set it up, and I play with it. For video, I use my phone and at times some simple accessories. I ensure I know how how it all works, how to get the best out of it and any tricks or nuances with it. I learn what technical and physical setup works for me. I test and check my gear and I retest it each time I use it in case anything has changed, such as a phone update or something has been damaged. I always check my tech. And with that, step three, practice. I practice to get comfortable with my equipment. I try different things, different setups, all sorts of different things. I quickly learn what I do and don't like. I make sure I don't get too caught up in it all as I know it will evolve with my experience and experimentations. Basically, I want to get comfortable enough with my gear so that it's not something I need to think about. Four, play. Once I start to get the gist of what I'm doing, I begin experimenting and having fun with it. Sometimes I like what I create, sometimes I don't, and sometimes I love it. Every time I learn something new or fine-tune my skills. I once filmed my feet tapping along to the theme music from Footloose, changing my shoes between each take, and edited it together with my shoes changing in time to the beat. I wanted to play with a camera setup along with being consistent with my position in the shot and then editing to the music, doing something really simple. 
I still love that little video. I haven't used it anywhere, but I love it. While you're playing, have fun with it. You'll hear me say this time and again, have fun. If you're not having fun, the viewer knows it. If you're having fun creating it, then they'll have fun watching it. Even if you're communicating serious information, think about your viewer. If you wouldn't watch it, why would they? Seriously, have fun. Five. And the last thing I'll leave you with is I think about my why. I think about why for me and for the viewer. Why do I want to create this video? What purpose does it have for me? Why would a viewer want to see this? How can I connect with them with it? I'll talk more about your why in future episodes, but for now, start simple. In part two of planning, I'll be talking about planning for your project. For now, I leave you with this food for thought. A reminder that planning for a video can be a really simple but valuable thing and will set you up for more success, more fun and more video awesomeness. If you would like to ask me any questions or find out more about video coaching, you can send me a message via my social media at Pixicato on Instagram or my website pixicatoplay.com. Until next time, dare to be awesome. This was Dare to be Awesome with Penny Murden. Until next time, go play!